Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 88. Call us uh, Gordy Howe. Is he 88? No, Patrick Kane representing Chicago. Hockey. Okay. Sports are canceled. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. And I am Sean Hill. And Sean with the full name this time. Uh, this, <laughs> this episode is covering season five, episode 15, Correspondence Lunch, written by Alexandra Rushfield, directed by Nick Offerman. Whoa. And aired. He's in the show. Originally February 21st, 2013. Yes, he is in the show playing Ronald Swanson. And if you're new to the show, to Parks and Rec, not to Parks and Recreation, but also that if you're new to either one. Uh, but on this show, on the podcast, we watch Parks and Rec. Sean, you work in Parks and Rec. Sean Hill, you work in Parks and Rec. We're getting Parks yeah. and Rec all at once. And our drink of the episode, we actually have pre-gamed this show via uh, a great restaurant here in Austin called Loro that is doing uh, some takeaway options, some curbside pickup, supporting local. It's the founders of Uchi and Franklin Barbecue, and a third one that I'm blanking on now, but two of those three. It's not bad. Uh, so they have frozen gin and tonics, and we had some slushy action earlier. Uh, quite delightful. Little bottle of gin to go. Normally they not a mix bottle. it up for you. Yeah, like a little, little shot. A little yeah. Bottle. A baby bottle. And now then, the uh, drink of the episode is Scrappy Boy beer that tastes like beer. This is from Armadillo Ale Works. There's a picture of an eagle on the can. And, I mean, that's really all you can ask for in your beer, is beer that tastes like beer and has an eagle on the can. And the Armadillo <laughs> Ale beer checks like off beer. both of them. And does it live up to that? Oh, it does. It checks off both. <laughs> it does, yeah. It checks off both of those boxes. And uh, it's a good, solid beer. Just like Sweetums, providing good, solid, sugary drinks for all of us. But we'll get into all of that. First off, we've got a little trivia to go over. And Sean, oh. you are struggling in trivia. Losing 9 to yep. 5 right now. You're trailing. And it's, uh, it's upsetting. I'm not going to lie. There's been a lot of dissent among listeners. Uh, questions like, is Sean even watching the same show? Uh, is Sean, uh, you know, smoking the hashish before an episode? Is Sean doing some- handstands while he's uh, preventing this? While the blood rushes to his head and he can't think? Lots of theories. I think the answer is just the memory's just not as good as it once used to be. Just know that I watched the cold open several times so I could memorize some things. So this better be in a trivia or else. I'm going to lose very bad. That is sneaky, Sean. Sean, I considered making that the only trivia, but we do have some other questions. <laughs> so I am glad that no. you studied some of that. And in fact, that will be our first question. And this is an opportunity to score multiple points on here. Now, typically, we just do three questions for each of you in this new format. But, but this time, you'll each have the opportunity to score up to... Eight points on this first question. If 
Neither one of you can answer it. Uh, but we're going to go back and forth. Sean, you will get to start since you're losing in trivia overall nine to five. And since you certainly know the answer. And since you certainly know some of these answers, there are the cold open Ben and Leslie come back from their honeymoon, which, by the way, this was a double episode with Leslie and Ben last week. This aired the same night. Oh. Which I neglected oh. to mention until just now. So I, I'd say one of the best Parks and Rec episodes last week that we covered, but also this week when it aired, Leslie and Ben. And then La- this episode... Last week was really good. This episode's yeah. fine. It's good. Yeah. I laughed. But yeah, last yeah. episode is, is one, an all-timer. An all-timer. So this will be right. the, uh, the Abbott to our Costello. No, they work well together, though. This was just kind of a... So the, trivia. The point is there, there wasn't much fanfare around the <laughs> wedding, except in the cold open. Which is, Leslie and Ben come back from their vacation. They're ready to go. They're rip-roaring. All the things are going wild. And they've got gifts for everyone. And so this will be the back and forth. You tell me a person and their corresponding gift. Sean, you're up. Donna got some coffee. That is correct. Haley. Anne received fertility tea but then leslie as she's telling the story decides it's probably not actually tea and throws it in the trash yeah she got it from a bus boy likely not in a parking lot after hours all right one to one um jerry got headphones peanuts in a sky mall magazine very good very good same thing as when they went to washington dc he's building up quite the collection (laughs) <laughs> Andy got a three pack of uh, white t-shirts from Target very good all of his are dirty which <laughs> begs the question if they have laundry at all at their place <laughs> or ever do it does them throwing April's box into the volcano count it sure does okay and how many more people There's are left? There's three left. There's, There's three, three left. left. Yes, I will not tell you the people. Okay. Because I feel like that would give it away for at least one. Oh. Sean, are you super confident about the other ones? Yes. <laughs> I knew April. Um, Aha. Yeah. Um... I'm sure Tom got something swanky. Um, socks? Did Tom get some fancy socks? Tom did not get fancy socks. Sean, your chance to steal. Tom, Tom got an autographed photo of Scott Dang, Yeah, he did. Hawaii 5 That is correct. Yeah, he did. Haley, you know either of the last two? I don't even remember who the other people are. Oh, yeah, I do remember who the people are. Um... Well, I think it's actually Sean's turn. Technically. Oh, it is? Okay. Sure, Sean. Is it? Yeah, why not? I mean, Chris yeah. Got, Chris, Chris got an acai tree. Damn it. Yes, he did. <laughs> Shit. Okay. So then that leaves Ron, right? That okay. is correct. So Ron, Ron, Ronathan, what did you get? I would argue this is the most memorable of the bunch. Is it alcohol? It is not alcohol. Um, You didn't have to answer me. Oh, I'm sorry. Ron got the sweet satisfaction of Leslie and Ben not being around? No. Sean, do you want to make it six to two here? Ron got a Hawaiian anger god 
that that looks exactly looks like, like him. him. Oh man, Ron's got a banger. It's such a gentleman. <laughs> it has the hair. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, uh, I guess what's question number two? Yes. And who is it for? Question number two is going to be for Haley, since you're trailing. You're down six to two. Yes. Really, you have no chance to come back here, but oh. we'll, we'll play. We'll play it out. We'll string it along. Well, there's four more questions, right? There we are four more questions. Up. That's true. That's true. If Sean doesn't know any of them, we can figure it out. I mean, it'll be doubtful, but. Question number two, Anne tells Ron a story mm. of uh, she's trying to get a friend to do something and uses a metaphor to describe it. What is that metaphor? She wants a friend to plant a type of tree in her front yard for her. And then Ron's like, I've seen your yard, and those should not be planted in the front yard. And she's like, oh, they should. Uh, And that's the metaphor, but I don't remember the type of tree. Sean, do you remember? The type of tree? It's a ficus tree. Ficus plant, that is true. All right, so Haley's point. Good job, everyone. Yes, good job. (laughs) Good job, everyone. I, all yeah, around. she she did good enough. Yeah, I, I'll give Haley the point. For yeah, because I knew the and, metaphor, which was the question. Yes, 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 yes. And question number three for <laughs> there we go. This one is for Sean. Question number three for Sean. Sean, here is question number three. <laughs> okay, Leslie, I needing some impromptu jokes for her uh, speech at the correspondence lunch opts to do uh, or at least thinks about doing an impression of a certain actress who is it it's nev campbell that is correct of party of five and wild things fame also scream also scream now that's true that's probably her most (laughs) that's where i know her the most from excellent the Scream franchise. Well done, Sean. Haley, your question is question number four. Another subplot of this episode is Andy, April, and Tom helping Ben pick out some charities that the Sweetums Foundation can donate money to. What charity does Tom pick? You don't need to know the name. I'll just That's great because I don't. What it's something do. about cloth, though, isn't it? It's like clean the cloths or, or new sheets or something. But basically, it's an organization that supports the KKK. Well, we'll accept that. It's, it's called Clean Sheet, and yeah. they provide legal advice for the KKK. There you go. And even when Ben asks, this is the charity you pick, Tom says, yes. And he's just trying to get out of there, get some more crab to go. Oysters. Oysters to go. Sean. Your final question, even though you've got the win. So even if you botch this, even if you boof this, you still got boof. the victory. Later, towards the end of the episode, the Pawnee crew is going through emails that Leslie has sent, trying to find uh, perhaps anything incriminating or you know that, that uh, the Pawnee son maybe has tried to hack and reported on. And Donna reads uh, an email subject aloud. What is that email all about? I think it was the it was a top ten Ben's butt photos that she sent to Huffington Post. That is correct. 
<laughs> there were a few other a few other addressees on that as well. It wasn't just Huffington Post, but it is funny that people she's in the saying. office. Also, a big fan of her email to Chris that just says thanks, and he says, "You're welcome." <laughs> well, Sean, well done. You have come back. You're now trailing six to nine. <laughs> nice, and. <laughs> Uh, you're well on your way to uh, earning that cookie cake after all, which, of course, is the prize between 1 and 16 cookie cakes. We'll pick a winner by the end of the season. And by picking it, I mean, like, we'll see who's the winner based on who has answered. One. I was wondering how yeah. we were going to pick. I won't just randomly spin a board with two wheels on it. Wait, two it's wedges, a board with two, two wheels. It's like a twister board with two wedges. Rather than having both of you on it like six times, it's just two half wedges and it's a spinner. Okay. <laughs> Sean, what happened this episode? It's like the Wheel of Doom. Yeah. For Sal. <laughs> wheel of Doom? What's the Wheel of Doom? It's on Impractical Jokers and there's they use it a couple times throughout, but... Well, there's a couple different wheels that they use. There's one that has their faces on it, and whoever face it lands on that person has to do the challenge, no matter how many times it lands on that person. And they they trick Sal, right? Yeah, so they just put Sal's face as all the pieces, and he doesn't realize it, and he spins it, and he's like, dang, it's me again, and he goes out there. It takes him like the whole episode to realize that his face is all the faces. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah. Da -na -na -na. Okay. So All right. Oh, yeah. This episode. This episode brought to you by Sean Hill. Um, what happened this episode? All right. So the Leslie and the Ben go on their honeymoon to Hawaii. They bring back the prizes or souvenirs for the crew, as we stated in the trivia. Uh, then we have the da 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 da. And then, so, Leslie is excited for the correspondence lunch, similar to the correspondence dinner at the White House, where the media and the government get together and have lunch and make fun of each other. And Leslie's all amped to go off on the Pawnee Sun, because they write several uh, negative things about her, including that old Groper story from earlier seasons. <laughs> um so Leslie's pumped. She she asks the crew for jokes. She says she she has an actual can of whoop ass. Um, it's it's like a bear can that says whoop ass on it. Um, a very large can as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, she tried out some of her jokes with the crew, and I, I guess it went over well. Uh, and they, she sent in an email t to the crew her. Her set, her jokes. She gets to the lunch, and the lady from the Pawnee Sun, they're all talking shit to each other. And like, <laughs> Leslie's like mimicking her as she walks away. That was funny. She also has uh, a warning from the U.S. Surg Surgeon General that she's going to use as a prop as well to uh, to get after the Pawnee, Pawnee Sun. Oh, right. So people are going. <laughs> People are going up there uh, and talking, and so the lady, the Pawnee Sun lady, gets up there, and she starts telling all of Leslie's jokes line by line. Somehow she got a copy of Leslie's uh, speech, so Leslie gets gathers the crew around, like, "Hey, 
how did they? How did she get my speech? And everybody does. Everybody have their copy. Everybody pulls out their copy except Jerry. So it seems like Jerry lost his, and she got it. So Leslie tells Jerry to go stand in the corner and no desserts. So the entire lunch, Jerry's over there. They could keep coming back to him. He's standing in the corner, facing the corner. A, a waitress brings him some dessert, and he has to wave it off because it's none for him. Poor Jerry. Uh, another subplot of this is uh, Anne wants to ask Chris and not Sean to be the sperm donor of her baby. We're still on this. Anne still wants his baby. Yeah, um, and Sean would not want that, though, right? Right, right, right. Right. I mean, I would like to be asked. It would be cool to be asked, even though I wouldn't. You would say, no, thank you, but we can be together right. forever. Yeah, I mean, we can go through the practice without having the results, you know. But anyways, uh, she wants this baby. She wants to ask Chris, because Chris and Sean and Malway Tweep have apparently broken up. They don't say why, um, but they're no longer in a relationship. So, but she's super nervous, so that's when she goes to ask Ron for some advice. Yeah, Chris and Anne keep seeing each other in the hallway, and Anne, like, immediately runs away from him into Ron's office, and so uh, Chris gets a great idea, like, oh, great, I'll run to my next meeting, too. So he just turns around and sprints down the hall. Uh, but Anne asks Ron, Ron is just playing darts in his office, um, uh, a, a situation where a friend needs help planting ficus trees in a front yard, and Ron's like, well, it makes more sense to plant them in the backyard, but Anne is like, Nah, nah, most definitely wants to go in the front, which is, you know, a great innuendo there. Uh, she immediately regretted that comparison. <laughs> and then later, <laughs> later when she tells Ron that it's not actually about ficus trees, he is also skeptical of her decision decision to use ficus trees in the metaphor. Um, and so she, I, I, I guess she doesn't really get the help she needs. Well, he uh, tells her to be blunt. Chris, oh, yeah, be blunt. Be blunt. Be blunt. I think. Be, Maybe be that's blunt. later. They're at a table at the correspondence lunch, and Anne asks Chris, hey, can I speak to you so- about something important uh, for a second? So Chris is like, sure. But as the waiter's walking away, it's like, hold on, give me a second. Um, I got the meat dish, which I guess he wanted the all-veggie dish. And look who happens to be sitting behind him, Shana Moe Tweep. And she happened to get the veggie dish. And she's like, and then they start flirting. And so they just switch plates, but then they're just flirting the rest of the lunch. And so Anne is all nervous and does not pull Chris to the side to ask him that very important question. Leslie's freaking out. Um, Can't get Ben assistance because Ben has started his job at Sweetums as uh, in charge of their uh, charitable, is it what, PR? Or just straight charity. I think he's running their charitable side of business. I completely forgot he had that job. He was like, starting my new job. And I asked several times aloud, what is his new job? No one <laughs> answered me. His new job is at Sweetums. Uh, pretty much doing PR and charity. His office, his office is very large. Uh, as opposed to the offices he would have got doing the accounting stuff. Um... But there's also uh, two very large paintings of the Sweetums guy. I don't remember his name. He was very old and he died. Um, 
Parva's dad. Daddy Sweetums. Yeah, Parva's dad. Da, 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 dad. Uh, Newport Senior. Newport Senior. He has a painting of him butt naked in a wheelchair with his wang hanging out, and that's blurred out. And on the other end of the wall is the lady, Miss Newport. Newport and she's, uh, I guess her ass is showing, but that's blurred out as well, because she ain't got no clothes on. But she's, um, she's uh, very excited to have been on. And they have a lot of money, and <laughs> but they also have a bunch of potential charities, and they just dump it on Ben, and he has to pick one. And so he recruits Andy, April, and Tom to help him out. Uh, Tom, uh, Andy is super depressed because he didn't get the police job, so April is trying to giving some Andy something to do. Because normally he's uh, happy and sweaty, but now he's sad and sweaty. Uh, and so. And he describes <laughs> when he first gets there, he's like looking out the window, and Ben's like, Are you okay? And he just aloud goes through a checklist of all of the symptoms of depression. And then Ben's like, Okay, so these other things, like they just kind of glaze over that. But he, you know, he does like the textbook symptoms. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, Yeah, clearly he's having issues. He just lays on the floor. Um, Tom's not he interested. He's not himself. He has he said he has to go to uh, donate to the Tommy's Tubby Tommy uh, Tommy's Tummies charity. Um, and Ben is like, well, they just bring if you stay, they'll just bring food to you. And like a cart comes in, and there's caviar and all these other seafoods. And so Tom is in to stay. Uh, this this I guess this one was pretty quick. They they're going through their uh the stuff and Andy finds one uh for uh and a charity for after school music class um that he's pretty excited about and so Chris is like all right yeah he's considering that one um I don't think April finds one she's just there to support Andy I guess um and Tom is not looking he just throws over when Ben asks him like. Tom's wearing like a suede robe and just eating all the food and Ben's like Tom do you have anything and he just picks one from a pile throws it at him and it's that clean sheet the legal advice for the KKK and then he just goes back to eating but Ben ends up finding one uh, for ambulances it sounds like ambulances in rural towns that don't have ambulances <laughs> and so to help save lives so he, he hints that he's gonna go with that one and so Andy's kind of sad that he didn't pick his, and April's mad at Ben for not picking Andy's. Um, so she spills whatever Ben had on his desk, some candy or chips or whatever it was. They walk out, and Tom leaves, but he forgets the oysters, comes back for the oysters, and takes those, and then leaves. <laughs> and uh, now Chris, not Chris, um, Ben feels bad because he wasn't recognizing that Andy was sad. And so, like, the next day, he um he brings Andy in. They have a chat in his office. Um, he just you know just checking in on him, making sure he's okay. I forgot he told he gave him a motivational speech or I don't know, but um, Andy made this. I su- think yeah. Andy makes. A I think Andy just sort of starts talking. Yeah, like um, there's a pretty much telling you know all the money around here. There's a whole bunch of charities that you can help. Um, because you know. They had the example of more food being brought in, so that gives Ben the bright idea to 
no longer have caterers, pretty much, and a masseuse and all this stuff. So he tells the sweet all lady, these fancy amenities. Yeah, he didn't need this office. And he, he's gonna. He tells the sweet lady, "There's gonna be a better way to spend his money." She offers another painting, and he's like, "No." <laughs> Another nude painting of her husband. Her no, of him. <laughs> she says, "Do you want to get one made?" Oh, I thought it, I thought she said a matching nude painting, like a secondary. I think she said a matching in the sense of like mm, Ben, because then see, she okay. was like, okay. "I can get him in here right now." Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, "No, I want to spend less money on this <laughs> so we can do more with charity." She's very confused. She's like, "Everything's tax deductible. It's for charity <laughs> right. operations." Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> so then the I guess the final part is Andy and Ben at the city hall courtyard. Um, Ben is like, and Andy's still kind of down. Um, Ben is like, so I want to, I want an assistant. And, and Andy's just like looking around like, who? <laughs> and he's like, well, and Ben goes, well, he's sitting <laughs> in this courtyard. So Andy looks around and there's just a random guy sitting in the corner. He's like. That guy? Do you even know that guy? Like, it's like, no, I want to pick you. And so Andy gets up and gives him a hug. A very, a very fierce hug. Yeah. So Andy has I do hug. like that Andy just, <laughs> it just thinks it's a random guy. <laughs> He's so confused. <laughs> oh, um, oh man, my favorite part of the episode, I've totally skipped over it. It's when, um, in the cold open, when, Leslie was describing the tea that she got uh, from the guy, the shady guy with the backpack that knew a guy. Um, they like, oh, yep. And I realized this isn't tea. And she throws it in the trash. As she's, as the, it's landing in the trash, you can see oh, April yeah. reach for it. <laughs> and they cut back to April and Andy. And Andy, they're like whispering to each other. And like, Andy's like shaking the head. Like, yeah, we'll get it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Marijuana. Um, what else? Oh. Wait, that's... What- oh, I didn't... I thought it was just, like, pencil shavings or something. I thought she just got got. No. Oh. Yes. Don't got got me either. Stop. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what else happened? We... Oh, yeah. So, the lunch? The Leslie and Donna part. Leslie and Donna... Wait, no, no, no. Let's go back. Let's finish up. Anne and Chris. So okay. so at the lunch, Anne goes to Chris after he's done flirting with Shanamalwe Tweep. Um and she goes to ask him, but she she wimps out, but then Ron sho- Ron shows up and Chris is talking to Pert Happily <laughs> at the time. So he's standing there and I hope is this the quote of please let this be the quote of the episode. Um maybe. Yes. No. Maybe so. I let's see what you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. Uh, and so <laughs> Ron says. Ron tells Chris with Pert standing right there. Chris, Anne has something very important to ask you. Uh, and Anne's like with Pert standing right here, and he's just like, "Yes." So Anne just says, "Chris, do you want to be my sperm donor?" And then. Purd, Purd just standing there. He knows it's awkward, but I can't. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it's what made me laugh out loud the most because he did it in the most 
heard happily way is like something like oh this is i see that this is personal and then he just walks away yeah it was like the story of this situation is that it's personal <laughs> and he leaves oh it's stupid Fred is so stupid why is he so dumb i don't <laughs> like one of the one of the presenters one of the speech givers made a joke about Perd, and he's like and i can see everyone is laughing like why stop just oh. <laughs> it was joan calamezzo doing Perd haplet <laughs> yeah you you had ventured that joan might be in this uh in this episode and you were correct yeah oh, i don't remember that they both were that was part of your guest last week it was last week i know yeah. a long time ago um um I liked that part too. I laughed as well. Hilarity. Um, so Chris is just standing there all confused. And Chris is flattered. Yeah. Um, later that day, well, Chris, Anne's not returning any of Chris's calls. So uh, they run. So it may have been a couple days. Yeah. And <laughs> so they're walking in the hallway again and they go to cross paths and <laughs> Anne is hiding behind the people. And then she's trying to hide behind her purse. That's where Chris says, and I see you hiding behind that amazing purse or something like that. Um, and behind that stylish purse, maybe something like that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And she's like, "Oh, okay, hello." And so you know, they talk, and he says, um, he, "He pretty much tells her you're making it more awkward." And so they, he, he tells her to give it a couple more. He gives him a couple of days. No, give him some time to think about it. And it's like, totally, totally. Yeah. Or, you know, a couple days, because I'm ovulating on Thursday. And so Chris is like, okay. And so she's like, all right. And then Chris is going to think about it. And it's correspondence lunch. So Leslie does not know what to do. Uh, she's asking for last-minute jokes, like impersonating Borat. Um and here's where our quote of the episode oh, no. comes in. <laughs> okay. She asks she asks Anne for something. She's like, Perkins, what do you got? And uh Oh, this was so Councilman bad. uh Newhauser is is that his name? I don't no, know. Councilman New New The tall the uh, the old one, the very old one who's, But not the Groper one, a different one. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. An old. Anyway. And she's saying how he's very old and has a green tie. So maybe there's something like that where you could say like dinosaurs are green and and he's old like a dinosaur or something. But and even even less it made even less sense than that. And she and was like laughing. Leslie responds with our quote of the episode. Oh Anne, you're too beautiful to be funny. It's not your fault. You've never had to compensate for anything. The rest of you ugly nerds need to give me some jokes. Stat. <laughs> Ah, they don't. And Sean just nodded vigorously. This is the episode where Anne's stand-up comedy dream dies. I think this is one of <laughs> this is one of Rashida Jones's funniest episodes. Normally, she's not the comic relief, but I laughed. Oh yeah, no, she did I'd great. I agree. Yeah, she she performed some comedy in this episode. Uh, I so- saw there's a show she's coming out in on Netflix. I don't know if it's new. I just saw it for the first time. I saw of it for the first time the other day. Black as I forget fuck. Forget what it's called. Yeah, that's what it is. Or black AF, or more appropriate. Yes, I was thinking yeah, that Sean, had family in it, but it just says family a lot in the advertisement. Or more appropriate. Um. So let's black as family. <laughs> black as family. Uh, and friends, black and friends. Um. 
So Leslie gets up there. Um, yep. These have got to be the titles. <laughs> Leslie gets up there, says Borat, and just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's that's my time. That's my they're, time. They're, they're giving me the, the light. light. Yeah. And then. Because <laughs> Donna had suggested to her comes... just to just get out of there. Just be real quick. And just yeah. Go. So that's what she did. Uh, yeah. Donna had And the guy was like, it's, it's okay. Government is hard. We can't all be funny. Right. And when they sit down, Jerry, com- Jerry comes and asks yeah. to be out of the corner. And Leslie's like, no. But then Jerry remembers that he had the speech, his copy of the speech in his shoe. Uh, even though it's like moist, it wasn't him that uh, lost it. So Leslie think, like, well, how did she get it then? So the next morning, they're trying to figure out how she gets it. And then she realizes that Pawnee's son has always been one step ahead of her. Um, based on her emails. And so she recruits everybody to come in and they all go through her emails. That's when they find the emails about Ben's butt and that the email that she told Chris thanks. Um, So they they come to the conclusion that Pawnee's son has uh, hacked her email. So they have a meeting the next day. I don't remember what kind of meeting it is just a, a meeting with journalists they had she had like a press conference that she was doing about the park yeah that was like I, already scheduled and she was like i really want to do great at this press conference and donna's like well here's the thing like we'll just go out there and we'll do this and then she's like yeah but they're gonna blah 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 and donna's like i have had many boyfriends <laughs> in the past try to hack my email she kicks everybody she's like, i'm gonna give you <laughs> yeah oh yeah she was like kick, cleared the room She's like, I'm going to let you in on a secret, Leslie. And then it cuts to the press conference. Yeah. So at the press conference, uh, Leslie uh, has a uh, a treasure under everybody's chair. They reach under it. There's some dirt um, that they... <laughs> She's like, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> and they pull it out. And it is not chocolate, as Shauna Malway Tweep asks. Right. As you can see, they, they cut they cut to her face. She was so disappointed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but it was some dirt that they found minimally acceptable to pass whatever test that they had to go through. Um, it made the it met the standard minimum requirements. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, so yay. Yeah, and so she starts to talk about Pawnee comments a little bit, and then the Pawnee Sun reporter stands up and asks her. She asks her about. The first thing, which I didn't remember, and Leslie didn't really have an answer to, but then she asked, and I I know when she said this, I was like, what? She's like, she asked about the midichlorians in the soil. I'm like, oh, they set her up, because midichlorians are from Star Wars, and it's what's in Anakin Skywalker's blood. Uh, it was very high, so that's how they know he was the chosen one. Um, but when at the moment, this had not been mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, that, that was just my nerd brain sending off alarms like, oh, snap, they set her up. Um, and so Leslie explains that, like, uh, and you, we've just found out that you've been hacking my emails because midichlorians are fictional uh, things. And, and Exactly what you just <laughs> yeah, described. Yeah, what I just yeah. said. <laughs> from, but less nerdy. From, from <laughs> Uh, I would venture to say Leslie's explanation was somewhat more nerdy because then she proceeded to talk about how it almost ruined Star the franchise. Wars episode one, yeah, was like the worst and almost ruined everything. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, "According to my husband Ben, 
<laughs> oh yeah, according to her husband Ben. And so she was like, after she says anything, she proves that they've been hacking her emails. She was waiting for a big gasp. There was no big gasp. And so, <laughs> and so the lady's like all ashamed. So she's like, well, at least I slept with more guys than like, what, what kind of brag is this? She's like, I haven't seen Star Wars because I was busy hooking up, hooking with, up with guys. It was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> what kind of like, brag? I'm not a nerd. And Donna's like, oh, ho, ho. <laughs> as if she wanted to compare numbers. Uh, they pretty much just tell the reporter lady to uh, get the step get in. Get out. And so she leaves. And the day is one, and she brings back the can of whoop ass <laughs> and reintroduces that because uh, she's happy now. Yay! Was- when did a can of whoop ass come out? That was like at least like a fifteen-year-old joke, right? At the time of the this episode airing, I remember that being a thing in like fifth grade for me. I, I mean, at least I first yeah. heard it from Stone Cold in wrestling. So yeah, yeah. Maybe. My dad says it a lot. Open a can. I believe that's ass. where. I believe Stone Cold is the uh, the originator of it. Maybe or definitely a a popular popularizer yeah. of it. Yeah, perhaps it was a situation. There was a lesser known wrestler like Dink the Clown Dink that the maybe clown. first said it, and then it was Stone Cold. Even not a maybe non-wrestler. Maybe it was uh, Razor Ramon. No, he's more known. No, he was kind of popular. Yeah, right? he's really popular. Yeah, uh, maybe it was. Uh, you trying to think back to these these N sixty four video games? Maybe it was the Blue Ninja. I've never heard <laughs> of that. Remember one. on WCW NWO World Tour? I can't believe I remember the name of that game, but where you could be like multiple colored ninjas. Yes. <laughs> oh, just for and fun. I would always just want to do a ninja battle. I mean, was it all the same character, or were there different? I mean, I don't fighters I don't remember. That were... <laughs> I think it was just. Different ninjas. Yeah. Maybe you were just... But it was like... They were like separate characters. It wasn't like change the color of the same one character. So who knows? Whoa. Who knows? Whoa. I don't know. Origin. I was, I was trying to name another. Origin. A favorite catchphrase of professional wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin. This phrase has wow. been in use... Since at least the 1970s, he wasn't wrestling in Dang. It's exact origin is unknown, although theories abound. See discussion on something else. All right. But it was popular. <laughs> Stone Cold made it popular. He popularized it, yeah. So it was much like Joan Jett popularized the song I Love Rock and Roll, but that was originally by the Arrows. Wow. I just read about this yesterday. That's why I know that. Cool. Also, I guess it's, it might be common knowledge. I don't know. The Sparrows. I didn't know it. I knew it was a cover. I didn't know the name of the band. The Spheros. No, the Arrows, Sean, not a Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon did not record a hit rock and roll song. You don't know. I do know. I Jigglypuff certainly did. Jigglypuff's also, yeah. not a rock artist. Yeah, Jigglypuff <laughs> would be dropping some like that no soft. One ever yeah, like like the Kept slowest Adele type stuff. No rock and Jigglypuff. If any... Artist was going to be a rock artist, it would be Onyx. Speaking of things being popularized, yes, didn't uh, the phrase Sean just singing the Pokemon song? Yes, (laughs) and you're not yelling at him about copyright infringement. Well, it's so soft and mumbly that I feel like it's not even good. I think fans will be able to tell, they probably will, especially because we've just uh, identified it. The term, uh, Pokemon, humble brag. Yes, that's a Harris Whittles yeah. creation. 
Who is? A Parks and Rec writer. Boom. As well as an animal control guy, as well as, what's up? I'm Harris. Yeah. From Town Hall. You teach me and I teach you. Coining the term Humblebag. Isn't that Okay, well, we've lost Sean, but uh, (laughs) hopefully he'll come on back because it's time for Top 5. You'll get caught up in that. Top 5. And we wanted Sean to come back for this one because it's his Top 5. So, Sean, what you got for us? My turn. And so, in this episode, Leslie has her speech stolen, and it gave me the idea to give a top five of things I've had stolen from me. Number five! five. His dignity. (laughs) Hey, this is Sean's list. Number five is my innocence. Um... So, <laughs> this, how do you this mean this is Sean? Sean. <laughs> this is about to get real X-rated up in here. No, um, no. I don't know. Innocence is um, my innocence. Uh, so, in third grade, a very good friend of mine. His name is Jeff. We're still very good friends. We actually Facetime for the first and second and third round. No, first and second rounds of the NFL draft. In the third grade, Jeff. It's very precious. Uh, at lunch. Um, we were sitting together, and he asked me, Sean, do you know how babies are made? I said, no. He said, our parents have sex. I said, <laughs> no way. He's like, yes. <laughs> and he said, ask your dad. I was like, no. He's like, bet a dollar. And so I bet him a dollar. And on the car ride home, I asked my father that how babies were made. And I sh- and what did he say? And, and he stopped the car and kicked you out. <laughs> no. He, and I could tell something was a was wrong when he kept asking me. Did someone tell me to ask him this? Like he didn't answer the. He wasn't answering the question. He was like, "All right, avoidance." And so we get home and we're in the garage. The car's off and it's very hot. He pulls out a notepad he had in the truck and we're sitting in the truck with a diagram <laughs> so, and he starts explaining and drawing things he draws the sperm going in going in and doing his thing and i did not expect this i thought it was just, just a, a yes or no question type of thing <laughs> i don't know how, how long we spent in that garage with him explaining this but it was very long we we're both sweating so much i just wanted to go inside <laughs> like and I could tell, I could tell him so he he kept asking like in a row like, "Are you sure someone from school didn't tell you?" Like I'm like, "No," and I kept lying. Neither of you were ready to have that no, conversation in that much depth that day. How detailed were the drawings? Oh, it was it was, it was detailed. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was detailed. So that's how. So thank you, Jeff. Yeah, he loves to tell that story. He does not remember it, but of course I do. Because um, that right. island. Never- so he tells it on behalf of you. Yeah, he's like, Sean, I taught you the birds and the bees. <laughs> like, no, you didn't teach me the birds and the bees. You just got. You just. You got me taught <laughs> yeah. the birds and the bees. So. And he got a dollar off of you. And he was like, they have sex. And I said, nah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> Sean, Such prior, a third grade conversation. Prior to this, did you, did you think babies were made in another way or did you just have, it was like a you blank think, slate. You had yeah. no idea. I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I, I mean, I saw cartoons with storks and all that stuff. But storks, yes. I didn't believe it. But it, I, anything was possible but sex. Right. Well, st- I mean, storks are 
dwindling. So they only account for about 3% of all babies nowadays. But ba- I'd say back then, but what, third grade was like 96. That was probably like 12 to 15% were storks. So that's, that's a reasonable That's how thought. babies get brought. That's not how they get made. Sometimes, yeah. The stork makes the baby like in a factory? Yeah. Oh. The stork factory. Storkteries. I thought they picked them up. And then just brought them where they I mean, they're the delivery system as well. It's like a it's like a rudimentary Amazon for babies. No, we don't need to. There's other a rudimentary Wayfair for babies. Okay, moving on. I mean, insert online marketplace of choice. A rudimentary Overstock.com manufacturing organization. Okay, (laughs) number four. How can anything talk? <laughs> I mean, we about to find out. No, I mean that should have been number one. But uh, number four is sixth grade, and Sean <laughs> forgot how babies were made and had, had to, to ask his again. mom. Number. F- <laughs> I'm going in order of value here. I don't know how. Well, anyways, number four, tangible value, money, money value. That's not the word I'm looking for. Um. Hmm. Learning about sex was worth $17. <laughs> so er- everybody back in the day had a CD binder, I don't, a CD pack. I don't know what you call them, a CD holder. We just flipped through yep. and had all the CDs. And I had all my CDs in this blue and black binder thing. And Sean, side, sidebar, what was the first CD you ever purchased? Also, Joey has a blue and back, black CD binder. I do too. It's a solid one. Purchase or was given? Either one. I got my first ever CD was Lil Wayne, The Block is Hot, and it was a birthday gift. Hmm. And that's when was yours, I fell in love with the Hot Boys. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> and he rocked ice. Yes. Lil Mama. Your, what was yours? Oh, my, the first one I remember I listening to, and, and I feel like by extension, Look, it was kind mama. of given to me because it was just like, use it whenever. It was uh, Made in USA by the Beach Boys, a greatest mm-hmm. hits album that my parents have. The first one I remember purchasing with my own money was Ixnay on the Ombre by The Offspring, a.k.a. most of the crazy taxi soundtrack. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Haley? I believe the first one I was given was Destiny's Child. Nice. Is the album called Survivor or no? Yes. Okay, that album, I believe, was my first CD. I had tapes before that. And then the first one I bought, sorry, might have been... It was probably like Three Days Grace or something like that, maybe. Oh, it's funny you bring up tapes. Yeah. Because, yeah, I didn't need CDs because I would just use... My dad had a bunch of blank tapes. I would listen to the radio, and whenever... As, as soon I'll be waiting to press record. And when I could yep. hear the first like beat of the song, I knew it was a song I like, I would record it. And I made a, I made a pretty decent tape. Make multiple yeah, tapes. Yeah, I had a stereo and that's what I would do all the time. Well, I had like a stereo system with a CD player and a tape player that could record. Yeah. It was great. So yeah, number four. Was, um, so yeah, I bring up CDs because I had a very big CD binder and I let my friend borrow it. Because he liked all the songs on my CDs. And he left it in his dad's uh, car, um, which was a convertible. And oh. they all got taken. 
And so Dang. Yeah. That's what he tells you anyway. Yeah, that was the story. Um it was very sad. But we were I had also I was lucky enough that I burned most of them to the computer because we were in the burning phase. Oh, nice. Um, so, because it was like, it was eighth grade. We, yeah, we were burning CDs by eighth grade. Um, yeah. So, I had them all digitally. But I was still very upset because we didn't have MP3 players to play them. And so, I still needed the CDs to listen to them in, in, right. the, in the car or in the stereo. So, I ended up having to make a bunch of blank Take, buy a bunch of blank CDs and burn all my albums again, but it didn't sound right because you could hear the little skipping sound that the, it made whenever you yep. burned the CDs. So yes, CDs is number four. Number three! Number three, I had in high school, my senior year, I think I left, I, I didn't have an automatic lock on my door. Um, I had a 99 Hyundai Elantra. Um, and I may have left the back door unlocked because I gave my friends rides all the times and they had to lock it manually. Sometimes they forgot. Um, and I never went back there to check. I guess I didn't check that night. But overnight, I had my rear view mirror stolen. <laughs> Which was, it was weird. Like, oh, man. But they were nice enough to leave my parking pass sitting in the uh, passenger seat. We had a parking pass oh, that is nice. for our high school and they were very expensive. <laughs> and so they left the parking pass sitting in the uh, passenger seat, but they definitely took out the rear view mirror. Because you could probably get a mirror yeah. replacement cheaper than yeah, the I mean, parking yeah. pass. <laughs> Me and my... I said, Dad, uh, someone broke into my car and took the rear view mirror. It's like, well, did you lock the door? I was like, the back door was probably open. And so we went and got a new mirror from like AutoZone or something. Yeah. My friend had, uh, I don't know if he still has this, but he had a mirror attachment that he would put on top of his mirror and it would, it was almost twice the size of his regular rear view and he would like stick it on and off and it would just be funny because we'd be like riding in the car with him and all of a sudden he would just need a larger mirror. So he'd like stick it on there and then other times he'd pull it off and like throw it in the back seat and I would always be like, what is happening? Oh, right. Your mirror comes on and off. That's pretty cool. I've never seen that anywhere else <laughs> except for in my friend Andy's car. Number three. Two. Number two. Number <laughs> two. Number two um, is my cell phone. Not It wasn't an iPhone. It's before iPhone. It's one of my flip phones. The story behind this, uh, back in my hometown, after freshman year of college, I went home. Um, uh, in that summer and I was playing pickup football with some friends on a outdoor court. It's more like a hockey slash soccer court. Um, and obviously you can't play with your phones in your pocket. So we put them, we put them like to the side in a corner. And one of the kids from the neighborhood saw us playing him and his little sister. I guess they were just walking around. And so they came up. And they asked to play. We always invited people. We always wanted more people because the more the merrier. So the kid starts playing with us. And the, the, the little girl, she had to have been five or six. She was sitting next to the phones. And so the kid's playing. The older brother, he's playing with us. Um, but then he leaves. And he goes and gets his sister. And they leave. We play a few more possessions. Go get our to stuff. Me and my friend Ricky's. Our phones are gone. It was like, no way. 
<laughs> no way they, they didn't take our stuff. And then someone says, I thought I heard he tell the little girl, hey, take those phones, let's go. And so I'm distraught because I, I had my phone stolen like a, a month prior, but I don't remember exactly how or when. Um, and so they, uh, we recognized that the kid went to our school. He just wasn't, he wasn't, uh, in the same grade as us. So we're trying to figure out who he is. Uh, someone goes home and gets a yearbook. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we you have to look through every page. Did you know what grade he was in at well, least? Somebody did. I didn't. I'm moping around. Oh, okay. I just got my phone stolen for the second time in a month. For the second time. And I bet your parents aren't yeah, happy about they it. They aren't happy about it. And so, um, they figure out who it is, but we have no idea where this kid lives, but it has to be in the area because he walked over here and we saw with his little with sister, his little sister yeah. and they walked home. And so I am not the one I'm the, okay. They were black. I'm black. I'm not knocking on people's doors in the middle of the night in Texas. Just looking for people, but they weren't afraid. And so they started knocking on people's doors. Like, Hey, do you know this kid? Da, 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 da. They got it narrowed down to the kid's house. Wow. And so they knock on the kid's door. The mom answers, tells them to get the fuck out of here. Kissing my kid or whatever. Um, an older brother shows up in a car driving all fast, hops out with a like a Jason mask on. Um, we call the cops. Uh, we see them. Uh, he kind of throws the mask. He has some brass knuckles, threw it over the fence. Uh, so we back away. <laughs> Uh, yeah. cops show up. They uh, they got the mom. Mom's cussing out the cops for accusing her kid, her baby, or whatever. We tell the cops, man, like the kid took her phone. Um, they bring the kid out. The kid's not saying anything. They put the kid in the car, in the back of the police car. Oh wow! So mom is losing her mind. And while I this bet. is happening, the little the little daughter, the the little girl, brings out the phones. Because uh, I think wow. when she saw her older brother get in the car, she's like... Yeah, she's like, this is real. Yeah, and so she brought out the phones. And we were... And me and Ricky, we were calling our phones. They had switched the SIM cards. <laughs> yeah. So they knew what they were doing. Damn, that was... Um, and so yeah. we got our phones back. I remember going back to college. They, I got a call from the police department. Like, hey, do you want to press charges? Like, nah, I'm not coming back home <laughs> for that. And so I didn't press charges. Ricky didn't press charges. But... um. It was quite the night. We went and celebrated at IHOP because we were all 18, 19 years old, not much to do. And then we all went to my house and watched uh, the Dave Chappelle stand-up comedy. Celebrated with IHOP. That's like JJ's Diner. <laughs> yes. Big old thing of waffles, I assume you got. Yeah, uh, pancakes. With, with yeah. a pound of whipped cream on top. Except I'm sure the love and care that JJ puts in was not it there. It was not there, no. And this was before IHOP. Yes, before right. IHOP. Number one, number one Excuse thing me. I've had stolen from me. It's this this past Tuesday. Oh, oh my goodness! Um, once again, uh, someone broke into my car. My car locks automatically. They didn't break the window, but somehow they got the door open. Um, and the alarm wasn't going. I didn't know. Are you sure it locks automatically? Yes. Or do you just think it does? And people are just walking. It locks automatically because I've seen it happen. And that's how I ended up not getting my phone when I went to jail. 
Cut that down. Oh, right. <laughs> Cut, mm. It locks automatically. So my, but I but I pressed the <laughs> button anyway. Like, I locked it. Right. Tuesday morning, go to the car. Uh, I get in my car. The glove compartment is open. I was like, huh. <laughs> so I look in. I don't have anything in my car. I, look, I was like, there's nothing there. Like, uh, so they didn't take anything. I look in my center console. I can tell it's shuffled around. But again, nothing, nothing's there um, for them to take. They didn't. I had a poncho in there. I had a checkbook, which I mean, you could take the checkbook, but that's leaving a paper trail. So uh, maybe you don't. Wait, they didn't check your poncho? No, <laughs> they didn't take the poncho. It's weird, man. It's uh, <laughs> um, my work keys are still in there. All my uh, oh good, my AAA card, my uh, Fridays card. It's AAA batteries as well. Um. I like I I go to the other side of, like of the car. I get out and go, and some of the napkins and like plastic utensils are on the ground. So, like the, which are in my side door, my passenger side door at the bottom. That's where I keep that. So it's like, all right, they got in through this way, but I guess they didn't take anything. Go to start my car. My battery's dead. Like, mm. Huh? My 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 battery's in the car. They didn't take the car battery. Um. Uh. So I, I what could it be? So I, I try, I try, I try. After about ten minutes, it starts, but it's like rough. And so, like, I go to O'Reilly, and I buy a car battery. Oh, oh, oh! I don't. T- you just bought a new battery? Did they like investigate it and see if you? Oh wait, no, yeah, I had them tested. They said the battery's dead, or the battery's bad. Um, uh-huh. And so, but I, I'm still able to start it. It just takes forever. And so I yeah. buy a battery, and but I have to go to work. I have a nine thirty meeting. And so, um, <laughs> so I drive to work. And I was like, all right, I'll just figure this out later. Cause they couldn't install it until like 11. It's like, well, just give me the battery. I put it in my back seat. I go to work. Um, as I'm driving to work, I remember something I had in my car that I left in the cup holder, look in a cup holder. It's not there. And it turned out that I had left my $200 beats wireless headphones in the case, oh, no. in the case, in the cup holder, because I had worked out, and I'm doing Camp Gladiator virtually, and so I'm able to hear them. It's better to hear them through the headphones and work out, because wireless, than trying to hear it through the phone. Um, so those were stolen this week. Um, whoever has them, good luck with them. It sucks, but and I was yeah. But the 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 more upsetting about it was, hey, I shouldn't have left them in the car. Um, and B, those were a Christmas gift from my parents. And so that's why it, it sucks. So that happened. But the bright side is later that afternoon, my custodian at my job, he changed out my car battery for me. So oh, that was <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was the bright side. And I didn't want to stay sad forever. So I ordered tiff treats for me and the staff just to try to <laughs> cheer myself up. Cause I was, that was a rough day. That was a rough morning. <laughs> me and the staff. And then he ate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, he got enough for sharing, like five dozen. Right. That's four the dozen. That's true. He had four, yeah, he had four dozen, <laughs> a dozen for everyone else. Sean, the reason I was snickering throughout that story was I was picturing you just running into work, like late for a meeting while still holding a car bag, <laughs> just like running and like, no, t- I had no time, it's a, no time, but I got the bag. It, it wasn't, and then, so we're social distancing. So it was a meeting on Microsoft Teams and I was definitely late. Cause then I got once I realized it, I was distraught. I was like, 
God dang it, man. Oh, like, yeah. it's, I was late, but I told my boss what happened. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, she's like, at least they didn't take the whole car. I'm like, you are absolutely right, because they were definitely in it. Then the meeting ended and the car was gone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I really thought it at the beginning of that story, it was going to be like the steering wheel or something. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be a part of the car. Well, I kept starting to think that because you're like, I didn't have anything in yeah. the car. Yeah. It's like, then what did they take the off your car? The entire back seat was missing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I checked the trunk. Um, I didn't. I took all my hucky stuff out. Not that they would want it, but yeah, like they got me. I got got. Don't leave valuables in the car. Yep. Very good lesson for all of us. Also, reminded me of a, a maybe a Reddit thread that I stumbled upon recently of I. Uh, that you're a criminal, but you only take things that minor inconvenience people. And what's something that you would take? Oh, there it's were, a question. There were some good answers on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the scenario is you're a criminal, but you only take things that just inconvenience people. Inconvenient. So, like your shoelaces? Shoelaces, yeah. Someone said one pair from each sock. Uh, someone else said the uh, batteries from the remote control. Mm hmm. Etc. <laughs> Batteries. Spoons. Spoons? Yeah. Well, Sean, we're glad that you are okay, even if you've lost many things along the way. But it's made you stronger overall. Yeah. That was top five. Top five. We I believe it was five. Kelly Clarkson. Top five. That one said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I believe she coined that phrase. Among other people. Yes, she is the creator of that phrase. Of course, from the popular song, Stronger, a smash hit. By who? By Kelly Clarkson. That's why she coined the phrase. On the album In that song. On the album. On the album, Kelly Clarkson sings her hits. Not not an album. Came out in 2012. Yes, it is. Look it up. But before you do, we got a good categories. Cat category for you nerds out here. Oh no! As Sean dove into far more in depth than any of us were expecting, huh? the uh, midi chlorians are spoken spoken about on this uh, episode. And yes, no, really, yes, Haley oh. has has jumped ahead. Yes, per usual. Yes, she can't. So this wait. one is Star Wars characters. I will oh. venture a not at all bold guess that I will be the one to lose this one. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna. Uh, so I will start us out with I I I'm just gonna say Luke Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. Obi Wan Kenobi. Darth Maul. Darth Sidious. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Darth Vader. Uh, the does Vader count? Are we going to count that with Anakin Skywalker already being mentioned? Yes, because they're two different personas. I should also preface this okay. that I've seen maybe four movies also, in the franchise. The so they had to kill yeah. the light of Anakin to create Vader. So things that have happened in the new one, characters outside of Daisy Ridley. Haley, Haley, what? what was your? Yeah, I don't even know. Job of the Hut. Uh, Han Solo. Chewbacca. Who was I going to say a second ago? Oh, um, Queen Amidala. Princess Leia. R2. D2. 
C-3PO? Just because I know Joey knows that one. BB-8. Damn it, Sean. That's what I was going to go with. Uh, who's the... Uh, we can't tell you. Who's the new one? The Sean will guess. He'll she's gonna, fill us it's in Daisy Ridley's turn. character. Whatever her name is. Cleo. No. No? That's not it. Uh, May? No. Close. That's, That's uh, very he, close. May. My. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, uh, no, oh. there's more out there. I'm sure I can get one more at least okay. before I get up. Uh, Four minutes later? Spock. No. No, Joey. Oops. <laughs> I've alienated everyone I now. know that was intentional, but... It truly was. Not appreciated. Oh, this is uh, a low out? bar for me. Um, no, there's got to be someone else. Someone. George Lucas. No. He's in one of them. No, he's not. He's a cameo. And he's not a character. In one of the movies. Uh, what about... Um, I think you're done. This is too long. What's the other... What's uh, Jabba's henchman? What? Aren't there... Midi-chlorian. <laughs> okay. All right. Good job, Joey. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> Did anyone say Yoda? Oh, yeah, that's one. Yeah. I just oh, assumed that I was probably a already said. Fudge! No! Oh, I didn't. I did, but it's not a lot. <laughs> oh, good. But we're almost done. <laughs> the world is not enough. Uh, what was Daisy Ridley's name? Mayo? Ray. 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 There it is. And what's the other dude? I knew it was Something short. with an R? Rocco. <laughs> Adam Driver's Ky- Oh yeah, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren yeah. I should have known that from my undercover boss on Saturday SNL. Night. Did we say Qui Gon Jinn? No. Yeah, Bounty Hunter. Boba Fett. Lando. Mm, that was the other one. Lando Calrissian. Lando, of course. <laughs> Benedict um, Cumberbatch. Oh. Ben- yes. Oh. Yeah, there's so a lot. many. The actual star. Uncle. That's uh, the namesake of Star Wars. What is it, Uncle Ben? Also, uh, Obi Wan. Peter. Yes. No, the the. When the lightsaber becomes sentient. Luke's uncle. Yeah. Uncle. That he lives with. Uncle Ben. Yeah. No, it's not. Uncle Ben Obi-Wan. is Obi Wan. The the whoever he lives with, I forgot their name. That's who I'm saying. Whoever Ben-Wan, that person then? is. No, Uncle Ben is. Uncle Ben Kenobi Uncle. is Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Right. But that's, oh, well, that's not a who spoiler. he lives with. <laughs> oh my and God. Up you with. see, I'm going to get a paper towel. Hold on. Well, Sean has vanished, but I guess we can just start the timer and then uh, oh, yell yeah. at him that he's in the midst of the timer counting down. So while well, he's going off to uh, clean up some beer that he spilled, but not that much, but sizable enough that it necessitates an immediate clean then we will invite you to like us and review us and subscribe on anywhere that you can do those things that's true there's apple Podcasts. there's spotify there's stitcher there's google we don't have Podcasts. to tell you you know how to there's access Overcast, your podcast there's iheart radio yeah it's like there's all the so things. many ways you can go right to parksrectpod.com do it all there's radio. a lot yeah, you can check us out on Facebook. You could be like Adele. We could have had it all. You could reach us one. on Gmail. It's true. Parks Pod at Gmail. Parks Pod Facebook. 
Parks Rec Pod Twitter. Is it time to guess? Parks Rec Pod at karaoke, Show which is. is what Sean's doing right now, as well as guessing the next episode, which is called a bailout. Go. Uh oh. Uh someone someone is in a financial crisis and they have to be bailed out, like the auto industry, maybe, or the uh the casinos. I don't know. This is very topical for today. We're all being bailed out because of the coronavirus. Um, I'm surprised I still have time to talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Full confession that might have been slightly not 15 seconds because my Simer was set for 15 minutes, so I had to quickly switch it over to seconds, and I just guessed that you had about six left oh, okay. based on what I had last seen it at. All right. So it might have been a 16-seconder. Okay. No big deal. That's true. We'll go back and check the tape. In the meantime, enjoy spending your stimulus check, Sean, because mine still hasn't. I haven't got mine up. either. I'm fucking pissed. Uh, well then, never. When mind. did you file your taxes, Sean? When when I got my W two, I went home and did it. So you did yours like early in January or February. I owe three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what a silly amount. Um, I oh, just I thought, filed mine. I thought Parks and Rec was good. <laughs> I think it was. I was about to, yeah. I just filed my taxes, actually, like right before the April deadline, which I know has been pushed back. Um, So I have not received mine either, but it makes sense because I just filed my taxes. But I did get my return. And I did get a return, which is cool, because last year I balanced out at $0. uh, And the year before that, I had to pay like $100. So this year, tax return. So proud of you. And the day that this episode airs, there's going to be a Parks and Rec reunion. Yes, there is. We're excited about it. Joey and I are going to watch it. Sean, unfortunately, because he hasn't seen the rest of the show, is not invited to watch it because we don't want any spoilers. Uh, but if there are no spoilers, yeah, which we'll, I'm sure there will be, then he can watch it after we approve We're going to vet it. We're <laughs> yeah. going to vet it for Sean, and then if maybe he can watch and then, a and maybe rerun like off of our phone. In a year or so, he can watch yeah. it. Yeah. And it, yeah, if there are so spoilers, good. you'll watch it down the line. We'll save it on the DVR. You can come over and watch it, as well as new episodes of The Wall, which I noticed were on whoa, the DVR. Whoa, whoa! I know. Yes, yeah, Sean. I know. They're here. I know. Before Sean's head fully explodes from excitement, Parks and Rack. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.